So we've heard Jesus going into the wilderness. Matthew and Luke tell us much more of that time of temptation and testing and how Jesus heard a psalm, a psalm in the, in the mouth of the, the tempter. That was Psalm 91. But we're going to turn to another psalm. The psalms were important to Jesus. And we're going to hear from Psalm 25. And I'll read that to you now. It's a psalm of trust. And you can imagine Jesus using these words. Let's listen for God's word. In you, Lord, my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. But shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Saviour. And my hope is in you all day long. Remember, Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from of old. Do not remember the days of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me. For you, Lord, are good. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful towards those who keep the demands of his covenant. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So let's pray. Show us your ways, Lord. Teach us your paths. Show us your great love and faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' time of testing in the wilderness. As I came to church this morning, the car park is partly cordoned off to be a test and trace centre. Wasn't very busy this morning, but um, that as part of our battle against this horrible virus, testing, tracing. And in a sense, Jesus is testing and tracing during his time in the wilderness, testing what God wants of him, tracing his roots the very nature and love of God. He 
He carries with him those words from his baptism, that he is God's son, God's beloved, God is pleased with him. And then he tests and works out what being that son of God is going to be all about. The words he heard at his baptism are in fact partly from Isaiah and partly from a psalm. A psalm where God says, you are my son and I your father. The psalms were immensely important to Jesus. And as a child he would have learnt many and sung them to himself and with his friends. Jesus sang the psalms with his disciples on that Passover night when they shared that last meal together. He shouted the psalms from the cross, the 22nd psalm in desolation, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then that trusting night prayer, Psalm 31, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. I'm sure in that time of testing in the wilderness, he used psalms to help him to pray. And perhaps the psalm that we heard this morning came into his mind. In you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. Did those words sustain and strengthen Jesus in that time of wrestling with all the testing and temptations that were being thrown at him? According to Luke and Matthew, Satan himself, the tempter, whatever form that took, used a psalm to try to test and tempt Jesus away from his God. Jesus heard words from Psalm 91 being used or misused to trying to get him to test God and to test how much God cared for him. The devil, Luke writes, led Jesus to Jerusalem and made him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. It's a psalm. It's in the Bible. And yet Jesus rejects it because it's being used by evil. The Bible can be misused in any number of ways. And so we need to rely on God's Spirit to interpret it to us. Jesus answered the devil. It is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. His wrestling with Scripture and what it means in terms of God's care for him made him conclude that 
this isn't a magic wand that will protect him from all suffering and hurt. This is something much deeper. Yes, God will command his angels to guard him, but they will not be able to stop him facing rejection and death itself. It's clear to Jesus that God's love for him does not mean that he can avoid the cross. Let's not forget that this is a real moment of danger in Jesus' life, a moment when he could have walked away from his God, his Father in heaven, a moment when he could have succumbed to fear and selfishness or despair. And instead, he allows the Spirit to strengthen him, he senses the angels beside him and the wild beasts with him, even the animals of that wilderness encouraging him to stick with God, to carry on that way of selfish love, even if it takes him to a cross. We are always, day by day, in danger of walking away from this loving God. And so we need the encouragement of Jesus and the Spirit of Jesus to take us back to that God who is there not to be tested, but to be trusted. And so we come back to those words of the psalm. In you, Lord, I put my trust. And the psalm goes on. Guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God, my Saviour, and my hope is in you all day long. Here is the Saviour. Here is our hope, whatever life throws at us. May we share that message in word and in action during this season of Lent as we test and trace our roots in the love of God. Each Sunday in Lent, I want us to take something very physical and allow it to speak to us of God at work. And today I want us to focus on water, and so I brought font that is used here at Trinity. And I'll pour some water into that. And around the font are leaflets of water aid, the charity we're supporting this Lent. Water is life. Cool, clear water. But water also speaks of death. Where it is polluted, bringing disease. 
where it, it floods, bringing destruction. Waters of death and life. God's living water. Waters of new hope and joy. Baptism through death to life made new in Jesus.